0: But tonight we've got two cool elements. We've got an interview and we've got a preach. And um, I've asked Mr. Jamie Tennant and Mrs. Lisa Tennant to come and join us tonight uh, up here to really share a few I guess details about their lives help us to get to know them a little bit better. And for those of you who've been around for the last while, you know about a month ago we announced that in February next year, Shell and I will be handing over to Jamie and Lise who will be leading Harbour City into this next chapter of her life, the future, what God's got for her, which is a really, really exciting thing, but it's also big news. And one of the things we're hoping to do tonight is to help you guys who don't know them too well get to know them a little bit better. Uh, So there's going to be some serious questions, there'll be some fun questions, and just my hope is that just as they're upfront and sharing, you'll get to know a little bit more of who they are, but please do come and say hi after the service, some of you might want to invite them around for a meal, grab a coffee with them, I know it's the end of the year, people are busy, I know they've got a crazy next two weeks, but I know they would love to get to know you guys better. And I know you would love to get to know them better, too. So I hope tonight, and we'll do this again in Jan, is just to build a bit more relationship, a bit more trust, have a little bit of fun, and get excited for the season that is ahead. So do you guys want to join me up here on the stools? Yeah, I'm really glad to hear that. Very passionate claps coming from the crowd. Come on. Yeah, you can take it off. You can take it off. Well guys, it is nice to have you here up front. You've probably noticed Jamie and Lisa have been around a bit over the last couple of weeks, and that's just been a really cool thing, them just kind of easing into the community and getting to know you. We haven't made a big fuss uh, in November, but we really did just want to say it's so great to have you guys here, and we are really looking forward to what is to come. But uh, I'll let you guys kind of do your own talking. So I'm just gonna throw six questions at them. And the first is softball, easy, hopefully a fun question which is tell us something that you guys would like to do in the future, a bucket list item, something that would be like a real highlight for you in life. And they do know these questions. I'm not throwing just like random things at them out of nowhere. They've had some time to prepare and think.
1: Okay. Mine is simple. I just want to go on a hot air balloon. Woo!
0: (laughs) So Jamie, you've got to start saving. Get ready for the hot air. Come on.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I strange one. I would really like to own a Heidelberg printer and, and one day print the Bible. So
0: One of the things you'll learn about Jamie more and more over time is that he is a crazy hobbyist and just is incredible at learning amazing skills. So as you talk to him, um, at least I don't actually want to spoil any of Lisa's answers tonight, but they're both very, very interesting and have many skills. Maybe what is a, a hobby or interest that you guys have got?
1: Uh, I really enjoyed doing art, uh, all different forms, but at the moment more like illustration and drawing and stuff. That's like a therapy for me.
2: (laughs) I used to play a lot of chess. I guess that was a hobby. Um, But now I like making notebooks or rebinding Bibles or things like that.
0: You should see Jamie is an expert notebook maker and gave me one with like gold foiling and embossing this week, very, very good, well, okay, so that's something you guys are passionate about, what is something you guys are bad at?
1: I'm very bad at thinking on my feet, so if you ask me a question (laughs) I haven't thought about before, I probably will just like stare at you, (laughs) and then I'll come back the next week with a great answer, (laughs) once I've had time to process, but I'm, I'm quite slow to process and respond.
2: I think I'm really bad at WhatsApp. <laughs> so I like read messages probably at the wrong time and then you just forget to reply. And like a week later you're like, oh gosh, how did I forget to reply to those people? So if anyone WhatsApps me, I'm just warning you. It's not, I, it's, yeah, it's not personal. I'm just really bad at it.
0: It sounds like by saying that you won half of the crowd over and then you lost the other half of the crowd. Maybe um, the next thing you could do is um, share something interesting that maybe no one would know about your spouse, something they wouldn't share themselves, maybe.
1: I'm going to disappoint Grant because I'm not going to say what he hopes. (laughs) But um, something I don't know people realize is that Jamie's actually a really good dad to our kids, um, and it's something he's really worked at. Um, So, yeah, he spends a lot of time, like, fetching them from school and looking after them and I think he's really like worked at his character to be a good dad which I appreciate and he's also really good at making pancakes so on Saturday (laughs) on on, on Saturday mornings in our house it's a tradition that I sleep in and Jamie wakes up with the kids (laughs) and makes pancakes and then I come through and they're having like a dance party with the pancakes so it's quite fun
2: (laughs) sheesh how do I top that one um I think Lisa's really good at having difficult conversations. So I think it's a skill I've come to appreciate about Lisa. So she can have difficult conversations with people. Um, um, I like avoid them but uh, as much as I can. And I think Lisa's pretty good at having them without being overly emotive. I'm like a super-excited up-and-down kind of person, so if I have a difficult conversation, I want my emotions to be high, you know, but uh, no, Lisa's very good at that.
0: Well, maybe what is another strength of your spouse? So I guess you guys have both shared kind of weaknesses of your own. Uh, What is a strength or like a gift God has given your spouse?
1: Uh, To me, Jamie's, one of his biggest strengths is that he's very passionate about things, um, and he has a way of getting other people passionate about them. So whether it's pens or, <laughs> or notebooks or the Bible, or um, he has a way of like inspiring and impassioning and getting people um, excited about things.
2: I think Lisa's. Uh, I think one of her real strengths is she thinks very deeply about things, and and very deeply about people, her friends and colleagues etc etc so i mean one of her her colleagues said to her a while back like i think you know me better than i know myself and um i think that's just one of lisa's skills is to be able to actually really think deeply about where people are who, the, who they are um and then help people with that
0: well we're in our here for it series talking about the church at the moment And I mean, I met both of you guys in different churches actually over the years, and I thought maybe what would be a cool thing to hear from you is what is something, um, I guess, that has deeply shaped you or impacted you in the church over the years, or something that you love about the church at its best?
1: I think I love the community aspect of church um, and how almost the genius of the design of church and how it. It um, solves many problems that are almost like a byproduct. Like, for example, um, mental health, you know, like I know from being involved in church, I've had so many people that I can just talk to about my life and they actually care. And, you know, in many times it's been like a, a solved problem. So I haven't got worse and worse. I've been able to, you know, and there's also other things like more wealthy people helping people in need. And there's so many aspects of church that as people are loving Jesus and living in community, those kind of things are outworked. And I think if you had to, I mean, church has become a bit of a swear word in society at the moment, but if you had to describe the word with, uh, church without using the word church, people would be like, wow, that's a, like a, a mind-blowing solution to the world, you know, a group of people that genuinely love each other and are seeking to change society and, you know, looking after each other. So I think, um, yeah, there's just many great elements.
2: Yeah, I think, um, I think what you said, Grant, when the church really works, it's probably one of the most beautiful things you'll, you'll see. Um, when it doesn't work, it's probably one of the most painful. Um, so that's the tension. But I, I think one of the things I've, I've enjoyed is just how Almost the liturgical nature of church just shapes your character. So, coming week after week, giving yourself to a community, being trained to think not about yourself but about others, care for people, go to life group, learn how to host, uh, love people, care for people, speak to people's problems. Almost this like over and over you're just doing these things and it, sh- it like shapes you so deeply. It's, it forms who you are. And I think, like, I really love that about the church, that the church is not just trying to change people's minds. It's not just trying to take people's money or whatever those things are. Just through the nature of church, week after week, day after day, it, like, shapes the character of who we are and who we're becoming. And I think that's a really beautiful thing.
0: Yeah, I think both of those answers are... Amazing, and together, I think, fit together so well, you know, in terms of the church at its best. Um, Maybe the last question that we had planned is um, for you guys coming into this church, joining this community, getting to know the people, and then leading, you know, um, what are you excited about? What are you hopeful for? Anything that's in your heart, burning in your heart, or um, something you're looking forward to from next year?
1: Uh, for me, I think part of it is on a personal level is just um, having a place to really put my roots down in, like in terms of community, getting to know people, like really investing into this community. Um, and um, also, growth, you know, for myself, I feel like we're definitely going to grow and um, also invest in, in helping other people to grow and um, develop. So, yeah.
2: I think uh, one of the things I like about urban or semi-urban spaces, however you characterize this, is that you find yourself um, at the intersection of of class, at the intersection of culture, of thought, of uh, language. um, um, Urban spaces just seem to be this mishmash of, of all these different things. And um, in Acts, there, there was a church that was like that. It was Antioch, and Antioch leadership was all different classes and cultures and uh, in different kind of industries, people from all different kind of spaces coming together to be a church. And, and I think what you read as you go through the book of Acts is you realize that the the center of the church moves from Jerusalem to Antioch, and the church that becomes the most influential church uh, in the world at that time was a church that was diverse and found itself at the intersection of all of these different things. And when I think of Harbor City, it finds itself in a city of a diverse country, in a city that is at the intersection of class and culture at the intersection of of race and industries and thought. Um, And I think the church really has the potential to be influential and, uh, um, you know, make an impact through the message of Jesus, the, the gospel, through the character of the people. Um, through the love of God being displayed through the church into the world. And I think Harbour City is here, right at the intersection of all of those things, and uh, I think has potential to be something really beautiful um, and have an impact in the space. Yeah, at least you said it,
0: that Jamie can get people passionate about things, and I just even love how you have kind of vision dripped and just spoken about those things which we so desire and I guess see in this community and want to see grow more and more and more. Um, maybe just one last tiny easy question least because I know you said you're not a big surprise one. If anyone afterwards is keen to chat to you guys and talk more about some of what you've even shared but they're not sure how to break the ice what would be an easy conversation starter you know? <laughs> What's the topic that would kind of break the ice for you guys to say, okay, cool, let's talk about that? (laughs) (laughs) So I put Lisa on the spot. I went against what she said and I got
2: what I expected. There we go, yeah. Yo, I mean, I thought he said that was an easy question. I mean, would anyone have a good answer for that right now? Yo. Oh, I mean, just come and say hi. Like, I think if you can just say hi, that's breaking the ice, really. I think sometimes that's the hardest part, so.
1: Oh, I, I don't really know what the best way to break the ice, but I mean, we're really keen to get to know you guys. And um, yeah, so any kind of conversation would be welcomed. <laughs>
0: that's perfect. Thank you guys so much for sharing. Let's give them a round of applause.